0: This podcast is brought to you by
1: Bethany Trinity Presbyterian Church. Thanks for listening. First of all, very good morning to everyone on this rainy Tuesday. And thank you for being here to read and to pray Psalms together. Praise the Lord for teaching us how to praise Him. Because the Lord does not demand a mindless praise as if there's any value to it, but rather he teaches us patiently to know him so that we can willingly sing hallelujah. Now, if a friend were to ask you to describe your relationship with God, how would you describe this relationship? Well, for one, your friends may never ask you this question. Because for many religions, their relationship with their God of gods are mostly transactional. Christians, however, describe our relationship with God as both corporate, that means together, and very personal. So let's get into this second Hallelujah Chorus that invites us to think about our relationship with God. So join me as we begin with the reading of Psalm 147. I'll read from my end, and I invite everyone to just verbalize the psalm out from your end. Psalm 147. Praise the Lord. How good it is to sing praises to our God. How pleasant and fitting to praise Him. The Lord builds up Jerusalem. He gathers the exile of Israel. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. He determines the number of the stars and calls on them each by name. Great is our Lord and mighty in power. His understanding has no limit. The Lord sustains the humble but casts the wicked to the ground. Sing to the Lord with grateful praise. Make music to our God on the harp. He covers the sky with clouds, he supplies the earth with rain, and makes grass grow on the hills. He provides food for the cattle, and for the young ravens when they call. His pleasure is not in the strength of the horse, nor his delight in the legs of the warriors. The Lord delights in those who fear him, who put their hope in his unfailing love. Extol the Lord, Jerusalem. Praise your God, Zion. He strengthens the bar of your gates and blesses your people within you. He grants peace to your borders and satisfies you with the finest wheat. He sends his command to the earth. His word runs swiftly. He spreads the snow like wool and scatters the frost like ashes he hurls down his hail like pebbles who can withstand his icy blast he sends his word and melts them he stirs up his breeze and the waters flow he has revealed his word to jacob his laws and decrees to israel he has done this to no other nation they do not know his laws praise the lord Now, if you look at Psalm 147, it is actually the longest of the five hallelujah chorus. And it beautifully declares the relationship God has with His people. It is a psalm that calls for the corporate praise of the whole of Israel. We can see the repeated titles here. You can see it says Jerusalem and Israel in verse 2. It goes on, Jerusalem and Zion in verse twelve, and then Jacob and Israel in verse nineteen. If we are to give a structure to Psalm one forty-seven, we can possibly divide it into three sections. From verses one to six, we see it is God, the rescuer. From verses seven to eleven, God, the provider verses 12 to 20 god the commander and each of this section begins with the praises to the lord verse 1 how good it is to sing praises verse 7 sing to the lord with grateful praises verse 12 exalt the lord jerusalem praise your god and the whole psalm is bracketed by the word hallelujah that is praise the lord in verse 1 and 20 now having seen the structure of it As we step into this first section from verses 1 to 6, we see God taking the role of the people's rescuer. Imagine this song being sung in the times of the Israelites having just returned from exile. Verses 2 and 3 becomes like a sweet tune of exiles finally returning home. I wonder if you have ever missed home badly. Perhaps when you had a really bad day at work, you just can't wait to get home or on an overseas trip. I did remember missing home terribly in the first few weeks when I entered NS um, many, many years ago. Back then, um, there, there wasn't handphones and uh, we we couldn't go home for the first few weeks. So I, I miss my bed, the smell of my bed. I miss my blanket. I miss the sound of my family and the scene of us eating dinner. I remember back then we had to queue up at night in the first few weeks just to put that 10 cent coin into the phone booth to make that three minutes call with many behind us and have waited for the many in front of me. Now, you may have heard the story of Daniel and the lion's den. It gives us a similar picture we are told how daniel he was a highly favored exile by king darius of midi he was given a really really high position but he was greatly envied by the own their own people uh, in in midi the enemies they tricked king darius into giving a law that the whole people under his kingdom must worship the king alone but daniel refused Three times a day, we are told in Daniel 6.10, he will do what he always does. He would come to open his window that faces Jerusalem. He will kneel down and pray to God facing home. That would have been the picture of the Israelites who trusted in God and longed for home. So it would be a song of hallelujah when God finally gathered the exiles, And verse 3, that God would personally heal and care for them. And then as we move on to verse 4 to 6, we suddenly see a picture of God numbering and calling the stars one by one. What does that mean? How did this come in? Well, actually in Isaiah 40 verse 26, the prophet describes God as one looking into the heavens and bringing the stars out in order to name them one by one. Not one star was missing. Not one star was too far away from God. The picture was referring to God's care for his people. No one was too far for God to bring home. No one is too small to be missed out. Now dear friends, this is not just a song for Israel. Because Isaiah, the same prophet, he also said in Isaiah 61, the words that King Jesus repeated when he arrived and began his ministry. This is what Isaiah said in Isaiah 61 verse 1. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is on me because the Lord has anointed me to proclaim good news to the poor. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted and proclaim freedom for the captives. Now, when the exile sings Psalm 147, we we are meant to listen to it and echoes with them, but even louder. For the Lord graciously also brings you and me into his fold. We who are captive to sin and death are being brought into part of his new Jerusalem. God is their rescuer. Yes, and God is also our rescuer. And now as we move on to the next section in verse 7 to 11, the choir master leads his people, God's people, to make music and praise God on the harp. Now, this is actually very significant because just 10 psalms back from here in Psalm 137, we read a totally different picture. In Psalm 137 verse 1 to 4, this is what happened. Let me read it. To us, it's still in the time of exile. They said, by the rivers of Babylon, we sat and wept when we remembered Zion. There on the polars, we hung our harps. For there, our captors asked us for songs. Our tormentors demand songs of joy. They said, sing for us one of the songs of Zion. How can we sing the songs of the Lord while in the foreign land? When they were in Babylon, the exiles who loved God swore that they would never sing again until they returned to Jerusalem. And so, here in Psalm 147, the people were back with the Lord who responded to their cry. The Lord poured out his care to those who humbly trust in him. And so, from speaking about the stars, the psalmist moved on to declare God as the provider of the world. He supplies rain to the earth he made grass grow he provides food for the cattle and for the young ravens verses 8 to 9 those who were proud in verse 10 they would not find the delight of the lord but those who look to the lord in hope verses 11 would see god's unfailing love brothers and sisters how about us did not our king say similar words so those of us who cry out to god this is what jesus said in matthew 10 verse 29 are not two sparrows sold for a penny yet not one of them will fall to the ground outside your father's care and even the very hairs of your head are all numbered so don't be afraid you are worth more than many sorrows If we are under the fall of our king, we need to know this, that God sees us and cares for us and cares for you, that he knows the number of hair on your head. Now, dear brothers and sisters, the Lord is not impressed with those who live independent of him, but he cares for those who long after him and cries out to him. Because here's the thing, these will be the ones who will actually acknowledge that God is God and we do not butter trade with God. We can only come before God and plea upon His grace and His compassion and His care. That as we trust in Him and look to God, we will praise God gratefully for His providential care for us, both physically now and for eternity into the future. No dear friends, it is when we have our deepest gratitude to God, as our provider that our hallelujah that comes out becomes the sweetest sound. Finally, as we move to the last movement in verses 12 to 20. Here we see after traveling to the stars and over the creation, the psalmist now brings back his choir to Jerusalem, to Zion. Once again, this is a picture beyond what they could physically see. In verse 13 to 14, it paints the picture of a perfect Zion, mighty in strength, and its peace stretches beyond the gates and into its borders. The people there are pictured as blessed, completely satisfied with the finest wheat. Now the question is, how will this happen? It will happen by the command, by the words of the Lord. Verse 15, if you look at it, it tells us that when the Lord speaks, creation runs with His words. The Lord's word will spread and scatter. All creation bows before His commands. Friends, do you remember where else you hear such mighty commands? Was it not from the lips of Jesus when He stood up and said, be still, And the storm became silent. Creation knew its commander. Those who hide under the commands of the Lord are kept safe. Even today, those who listen to his word, who repent and believe in King Jesus, they will get to live inside the strong and mighty Zion, where peace with God is forever and the threats of death will never reach its borders. On that day, all who live under the banner of the king will truly sing the perfect hallelujah. The Lord will do to his special people all of this, those who are under his covenantal promise. We look at verses 19 to 20. The Lord will do this for no other nations than the one who knows his word and trusts in his king. Now, dear friends, as we close, Let's come back to our staffing question. How will we describe our relationship with the Lord God? If you and I, we are under the banner of our King, under King Jesus, then we can actually sing Psalm 147, that God is our rescuer. God is our provider. God is our commander. And in Jesus' we can sing the Hallelujah Chorus of Psalm 147. So Brian, sisters and friends, with that we'll close with a short prayer together. And then I'll send us off with a much longer song of 147 sung by Jason Silver. But let us pray right now. Heavenly Father, How good it is to sing praises to you, our Lord and God. Thank you for being our rescuer, saving us from sin and death, and bringing us back to you. Thank you for being our provider, providing us with life and the sustenance we need. More importantly, you provided us with a way back to you. And thank you for being our commander. This world is yours and everything listens to you. So teach us to listen to you willingly, delighting in your teaching and your king. Thank you, Lord, and praise be your name forever. Amen. Dear friends, with that, um, thanks for joining us. And I'm gonna leave us with a song, it's about six minutes or so. So feel free to get on with uh your day and just listen to it or come back to listen later on. So this song is On one,
0: four, seven. How good it is to sing praises to our God, for He is gracious, and a song of praise is fitting. Lord builds up Jerusalem, and he gathers them, the outcasts of Israel, and he heals the brokenhearted. hearted He determines the number of stars. He gives to all one- Yeah. Snow like wool, he scatters the frost. He throws down hail like small stones. None can stand before his word, he melts them. Some Your rooms he memory gathers them, the outcasts of his brought to you by Bethany Trinity Presbyterian Church For more information visit us online at btpc.sg